Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to the Chicago Audible Podcast, changing up the way Bears fans stay up-to-date on their favorite team since 2015. Now get ready. Because it's time to bear down. Welcome back, Bears fans, to another bonus episode of the Chicago Audible podcast. This is your host, Will DeWitt, and I'm pleased to be with you for this very special show. We're going to break free from our typical game week routine, as this is an episode that just could not wait. See, we had the unexpected opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with Bears inside linebacker Nick Kwiatkowski. We don't have many chances to bring on players with their busy schedule, so this, of course, is something that we and I'm sure you are very appreciative of. So in this bonus show, Nick explains how this bear season feels different, what it's like being NFC North champions, and of course, some of the success that he's had with his second annual Care for Real toy drive. We were able to have Nick on for about 10 minutes, so without any more delay, let's just go ahead and just dive right on in to that interview. Hey, Nick, I want to thank you for taking the time to hop on the show. First of all, congratulations on that big one yesterday against Green Bay, NFC North champions. I need to know, how does that feel? It feels great, honestly. It, uh, especially after the past couple of years I've been here, and just seeing the work we put in, just the things we've been through. I mean, just to have this as kind of a first kind of milestone this year, I mean, it's, it feels great. I'm sure it does. You know, as Bears fans, we, uh, as you know, it's been quite some time. A lot of work, like you mentioned, has been uh, put in to get here. We recognize that. We appreciate that. And, of course, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about football later on here in the show. But first, I want to talk about your second annual Care for Real toy drive. And another congratulations here because you had some great success with it. Uh, You helped the organization reach a new record with 700 donated toys valued at, I think, $17,500. For those listening who may not know about this cause and about your work with it can you please uh explain a little bit about it yeah so uh i'll start i mean basically the relationship started last year um we teamed up with them uh just for a kind of a last minute toy drive just to kind of help them 
just in the community, little things here and there. And I mean, the Christmas toy drive last year, I mean, it was a huge success. Um, so it was something that we wanted to continue into this year. So we, uh, we had our toy drive the last couple of weeks at Bloomingdale's, uh, the one on Michigan Ave, uh, and the other one downtown. And I mean, it's just, the turnout was great. Uh, and then we're going to go tomorrow actually and have the actual, the actual day for giving the toys out and things like that. That's such a great cause. It really is. Is there a special reason why you chose to get involved with it? Because um, personally, um, I grew up as a child in poverty and I didn't get a lot of uh, you know toys and gifts for Christmas and we had to rely on uh, some of these my family did in order to get some. So personally, I understand just how much it can really help a kid during the holiday season. But is there any specific reason why you decided to get involved with this cause? Um, You know, I just, it's that holiday spirit. And like you said, I mean, it's there's so much joy for kids around this time. And I mean, I understand that there are those kids that aren't as fortunate as some others. So just to be able to kind of shed light on that and, and help the cause. Um, I mean, it was, it was great last year to really get such a huge success out of it. So it's something I just want to continue on. Sure thing. Uh, to put you on the spot as well here, and I, I apologize to do that in advance. Do you plan on doing it a third year? Because I'm assuming so with the tremendous success that you've had so far. Yeah. I mean, I have, I, I plan on it. Uh, I mean, this one, this one hasn't really uh, finished up yet. But I mean, looking forward. I mean, I have, I have no reason not to. I'm looking forward to it next year. Awesome. Well, just fun fact uh, here, um, here at the Chicago Audible, we would be more than willing to help spread the word uh, leading up to it as well to help make that third year even more successful than this year has been as well. So just keep that in mind. Oh, I appreciate it. Absolutely will. Awesome. Now. I know that you're a pretty laid-back guy. A quiet one is... Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic, our first system that detects snoring, then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TemperPedic.com. Well, and I'm very appreciative, again, that you took the time to hop on the podcast. Uh, I just want to take a moment to help Bears fans get to know you just a little bit better. Um, outside of the football field, and I know that uh, as a you know a player in the NFL, that takes up the vast majority of your time both in the, during the season and in the offseason, but do you have some maybe non-football activities or hobbies that you do enjoy? Um, I mean, like you said, I mean, football takes up the majority of the time, especially during the season. Um, in the off season, I mean, I enjoy traveling. I mean, I've, I'm from Pittsburgh. I like to go back and spend time with family during that time. And I mean, really, I mean, it's pretty much football, football, football. But like I said, traveling, I, I like to do that. I see some of my friends I don't usually get to see. Um, I mean, other than that, I'm like you said, I'm pretty laid back. Yeah, I, I remember I met you your rookie year at training camp, and uh, I noticed that you took a lot of time to uh, meet some of the fans, take their autographs. But, yeah, very laid-back guy. But going back to that rookie season, uh, do you perhaps have a welcome-to-the-NFL moment that kind of sticks out that year? Um, I think it was probably my first game against the Dallas Cowboys, I want to say, back then. Um. Uh, was I remember getting injured during training camp, so I didn't really play much of the games. Uh, I remember I was just kind of thrown out there. I mean, it was just wasn't like such a, a specific moment. Just I mean, being out there like my first game. I mean, it was fast. I mean, I didn't. It was just it kind of just hit me. I was 
I felt like I wasn't playing very well. And then, I mean, it's just, it all just happened so fast. So, like, after that game, I was like, wow. Yeah, I think if I remember that game correctly, uh, L. Collins, I think you popped him back quite a few yards on his rear end. I don't know if that's a play you're remembering a little bit, but that's the one that sticks out of my mind when you came in on a blitz um, and knocked the offensive lineman back about five yards with just your arms. That was uh, an incredible play there. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't really, like I said, a specific play, but, I mean, just that whole game and getting done with it and going back and watch the swim, like, wow, I, I, I need to. I have some work to do. <laughs> there you go. Now, of course, uh, the cool part of being here over the last couple of seasons, like you mentioned on the top of the show, is that you've been able to kind of be a part of the rise of this defense. And I know there are you know many variables in play here, but if you had to boil it down, I want to know like what's led to such an uptick this season uh, compared to years past. I believe you guys were a very strong unit last year, um, but with some of the injuries, that kind of, of course, kind of took its toll as well but was it the retention of having that same core group because uh, it seems like that the continuity has been a great opportunity to kind of grow within this system is that what's led to such a drastic uptick um, on the defensive side of the ball um, I think that plays a big part in it um, but I also think I mean just the energy I mean like you said we were, we were a good defense last year but it's Nick started back in OTAs with the leaders I mean just stepping up and kind of Looking back the year before and just saying, hey, we need, to, we need to be better than last year. And, I mean, it started in OTA, just coming in every day and kind of having that goal to get better, build on what we already did well and whatever we need to improve. I mean, building on that as well. So, I mean, that, like I said, it started back in OTAs when we first met up. It was kind of the mindset ever since. Great. Now, obviously, winning a divisional title with two games less uh, left has to be a very great feeling. Uh, but looking at the year as a whole and the team, I just want to know, like, what's the feeling in the locker room uh, different now in December compared to maybe the first couple of seasons? I mean, the biggest thing you notice is just the energy, the energy in the building, the energy in the locker room. I um, mean, you, you see it on game day. You see it, I mean, in videos. I mean, just the energy there. We're having fun with it. Uh, I mean, just from top to bottom, it's just great energy, and we're, we're having a lot of fun. I need to know, are you a participant in Club Dub? Um, yeah, I mean, I think everyone is, now, especially yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just like, I mean, most so happy, the energy's so good. I mean, everyone just gets in there, the lights go off, I mean, there's people everywhere. That's great. Uh, I want to know your impression of Coach Nagy now. Uh, you've been uh, with him now since January, and he seems to be really connecting with each and every one of you in that locker room. Uh, what kind of coach has he been to you, and uh, just some of your takeaways about what he's brought to the organization? Um, he's been great. Uh, I mean, it kind of goes back to what I was saying with the energy in the locker room. I mean, he plays a big, big role in that. I mean, he comes and he brings it every day. I mean, on the sidelines, I mean, on game days, after games, I mean, he's always, he's always the same. And Vic Fangio, uh, you've been with him for a couple of years. Is there anything that you've learned about him over the years? Anything surprising or just what kind of guy he is? Um, he's a great coach. I mean, he, uh, he, knows, he knows defense. Uh, so, I mean, he's a guy, I mean, he's kind of rely on him when you have questions. I mean, he's just, a, just an overall great coach. All right, I just got one final question here for you. Uh, what would make this 2018 season a success? Of course, you just clinched the division. Uh, you're in the playoffs. You're going to have a home game regardless. Uh, what kind of aspirations do you guys have in that locker room? Um, I mean, for us right now, I mean, it's, we're not really setting a goal. I mean, obviously, the goal is to go all the way. But for us, I mean, it's next week. We have a game next week. That's the most important one. So we're not looking forward uh, too far. I mean, we're just taking every game game by game and 
most important one's the next one. Absolutely. It seems to be working so far this season. Uh, only Your four losses only by a combined 14 points. Uh, very close to competing with everybody, I believe, in the entire league. So I just wanted to thank you again uh, for taking the time to join me uh, for this discussion about your toy drive and, of course, uh, the season so far. Uh, lots left to go. I'm very excited to see exactly how it all kind of shakes out. Uh, but this, thank you again, Nick. I appreciate the time that you took today, and uh, good, good luck the rest of the way. We're going to be rooting you guys on. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, take care, man. Okay, Bears fans, I hope that you enjoyed this interview with Bears linebacker Nick Kwiatkowski as much as I did. I want to thank you for the continued support that you give our podcast. We'll be back tomorrow for our weekly Meet the Opponent show as we'll be meeting the 49ers to kick off our Week 16 preview. But until then, bear down, Chicago. Bear down.